The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice. Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk to a world-renowned SEO strategist who's known for getting his clients to outrank bigger and better-funded competitors. Joining us is Deepak Shukla, who is the founder of Pearl Lemon, which is an award-winning SEO agency based in London that leverages a distributed team of SEO nerds to draw upon the best talent globally. And today, Deepak and I are going to talk about reverse engineering keyword research. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Deepak Shukla, the founder of Pearl Lemon. Deepak, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Happy to be here, brother. Uh, I always get nervous at an introduction such as that. Let's hope I live up to whoever wrote my tagline for me. <laughs> oh, well, you know, the good news is we have an editor. We will make you sound as smart as yes. we possibly can. Look, if they can make me sound like I know anything about SEO, we can do the same for you. Absolutely. Hats off and dollars into Surge. Thank you, Surge. <laughs> yeah, Surge the editor. Mazel tov. You make us sound smart. So, Deepak, kidding aside, we're talking about reverse engineering keyword research. Sure. Kind of the top of the funnel. Hey, I'm you know starting a new uh, project. I'm I'm figuring out what I'm doing. I got to figure out what I'm writing about first. Walk me through your process. Absolutely. So I think that the idea in a kind of sideways way. Well, let's go back a step. So you've got a new website. You want to obviously let's say rank quickly and drive traffic. The common thesis of today, which is makes sense, produce long form content do reach out, get links to that content, something of that kind, broad strokes. You look up the metrics that tell you about the average page content on page one of Google. The interesting part of it, of course, is when you do begin to look at the long tail and a long tail, what's interesting, doesn't always literally mean like a long set of, for example, words in a sentence. So I guess 
to perhaps be clearer, because I feel like I'm being a bit opaque, I, when looking at writing answers on Quora, would often look at the top writers and just look at the research they were doing or what work was getting traction. I then thought, well, what happens when I, of course, look at websites such as Backlinko or Neil Patel? And what became quickly apparent to me was that you within a lot of their content identify keywords, if you look it up, you know, in HRF, SEMrush, whatever you kind of choose, and, and you specifically focus upon, let's call it a lateral approach where you know that you want to rank a website in X area and you want to drive traffic quickly. If you begin with the broad thesis that, well, what if I just look at the 50,000 keywords that Neil Patel's website ranks for? What if I only search for keywords that have got keyword density as according to Ahrefs of less than five, as well as a search volume of more than 500? What is it that actually starts coming out? What if I do that 10 times over across 10 top performing websites? And what if I then filter all of those keywords against ultimately what I think I'm one, capable of writing quite quickly, but two, of course, doing the eyeball lookup where you take a search. Like one of the things that I found when looking at, I think Neil Patel's site, there was a lot of stuff that he was ranking for related to people that were asking Google Analytics questions very specific about analytics attribution or heat mapping and things that I would ordinarily never have thought about as being part of someone's journey. I looked at these searches. There were lots of them. I looked at, of course, the pages that were ranking for that keyword. They were broad, of course, in-depth pieces. But when you take, you know, some people call it, you know, the, the kind of hub and satellite or wheel and spoke approach. But when you then look at that individual keyword, it's got a density of three, a search of 500, writing a pretty decent piece on that subject. We have taken that approach and then just looked at, well, what if I wrote 60 blogs, 500 words each? And then all of a sudden, you've got really low competition. Basically, you're putting out, you're throwing a lot of dice, I think, for a lot of low competition keywords. So let me synthesize that a little bit. You know, when I think of keyword research, I think of, well, we've got our sort of head topic. In this case, you're using a, a marketing example. Maybe you're trying to rank for SEO or SEO agency. Yeah, yeah. And so, all right, I'm going to think about SEO agency. I'm going to go into Ahrefs, SEMrush, search metrics, what have you. And uh, they're going to tell me what my topics are. And I'm going to start writing content about them. And oh. generally, those tools will tell you you need some long form content. And then you have to go figure out how to share it. And you're starting sort of at the top down. Yeah. Your approach sort of takes the opposite viewpoint, which is, you're going to go look at the competition and the people that are already ranking for those keywords. And instead of trying to outcompete them at the top, what you're going to do is you're going to pick off the long tail where they've already been successful. So I'm not going to try to rank for SEO agency. I'm going to go find 60 terms that neilpatel.com, which is a top ranking website for SEO agency. And I'm going to go take some content from him or terms from him that are not super competitive and focus on kind of eroding around the base as opposed to focusing on the core. Am I hearing that right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You are. And I think, uh, well, I say I think what we've begun to see, it's for us a much quicker way to drive keyword and then traffic growth effectively. And then, of course, it's the top of a funnel. You can look at marketing opt-ins. You can look at the relationship side of it. But from a standing start, we found that as an approach to be a lot more effective because if you focus then on two things, which is the overall domain authority of your site, 
then in several cases, you don't even need at times to build any links to some of those actual pages. And they rank well in certain cases. And the rationale with this is that rather, for example, than focusing on, let's say, three 5,000 word pieces of content, because you're rolling the dice by producing 30 blogs, you've got 30 kind of rolls of the dice, so to speak. And that's what we've seen has allowed, let's say, serendipity to happen quite with regularity. So what we've seen is that we never know exactly which one's going to do well, but we've seen across several sites that one of them will start driving a decent amount of traffic. And then... You know, I I did something like this before. Um, I was running a guitar lesson website called Strum School. It was my first startup. And the idea was, well, we were going to create some long format content, which is around lessons. And that was kind of our core product. But as our SEO strategy, what we were doing was writing, here's the list of the top guitar songs in rock, in country, in jazz, in country jazz, in rock jazz, in rock country, right? We're creating all of these different variables and kind of reproducing the same article format at scale. And then we were also creating a dictionary of all sorts of guitar terms, every different piece of the guitar, every different style, every different mechanism that you would think about. And all of a sudden we had individual pages for all of these terms. What ended up happening is we were getting a little traffic from a lot of pages and we weren't getting any traffic from those sort of big, hairy, complex, we've got this big video and transcriptions and documents. Like we just didn't have the domain authority to rank for guitar lessons or amateur guitar lessons, but we could rank for chicken picking guitar lessons. Yeah. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help. And you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Now, I guess the question becomes, great, you can eat around the edges and start to build a domain, but how do you bridge the gap from, all right, pages that don't require a lot of domain authority and you have a large series of sort of smaller, less traffic pages, but at some point you got to take on the beast and start to build that domain authority, how do you move from this eating around the edges of your competition to that sort of direct competition for the big terms? Yeah, absolutely. And and it makes total sense. I think that what we've seen is, let's take the example of the guitar school. You've got 50 blogs all written around various individual aspects of the guitar. 
two things happen. Number one, you'll always have your TLD. So basically your homepage will be the place that you'll, of course, always over time build the most links to, whether it's your own social network and just generally building links to it. So what we would do is look at those 50 blogs, look at three of them, let's say, that have outperformed the others. We'd point, for example, links to that blog internally to reward that page even more. And then we'd see, because it had such low competition, that just, for example, building one to three additional links for that page, once it was already being rewarded, would actually keep it at the top. And then we'd go off and kind of rinse and repeat. And following that strategy cyclically, keeping in mind that we do a strict keyword difficulty, less than five, keyword volume, more than X, it would mean that we could grow a lot of volume on some of these pages. And then correspondingly, because of the traffic, time spent on page, it would really help, of course, the site overall. And what we would do is not do the long form content, but we'd start in this fashion and then move to long form. Once we've already got a site that's, as you said, getting some effect for a couple of keywords. And then that's just what we've been doing in the last six months that we saw was a quicker way based upon a limited budget, perhaps, that's more content led to get traffic rolling to a site that's only got maybe a domain authority of seven or three or 10. But we'd be very strict in looking at then super low competitive keywords and then make a content push because it was easier, let's say, to do at the long tail and then see, well, this has got rewarded. That's got rewarded. Great. That's our focus for the next month. It's got to number one. Let's keep it there and let's roll again to a new keyword. Yeah. I think that my strategy was to start building the domain authority on the smaller, longer tail pages, but you're transferring that link juice up to more category pages. So where you know, I mentioned the example of chicken picking, or actually we had this one blog post that was like best songs for the guitar heard on Songza. We were writing something that we were hoping all of the like streaming music players, which there was a million of them back then would link to and Songza, which got acquired by Google linked and shared our content. And then once they got acquired by Google, for some reason, that page ranked a lot higher. God knows why. I guess their domain authority went up once they had a direct link from Google and then they were linking onto us. That's let's say that's why it was not that Google, you know, gives unfair advantage to their own properties, <clears throat> YouTube. So we were taking these sort of like smaller tail type terms, you know, let's call it a hundred to 250 words per post per article. And then we were linking all of those to more of a sort of classification or a category page where we were writing 500 words with links to each of those individual pages. So your internal linking structure was something that, you know, we really focused on building. We kind of had this cascading dynamic of, we started with some of these smaller pages, we built them into category pages, we link the category page into our content archive, which links to our homepage, which hopefully starts transferring the domain value upwards. And I think most SEO thinks I have to build the brand and then cascade the link value down to the individual pages? What's the right way? It's a great question, Ben. When we started Pearl Lemon, we looked at it top down. So we focused upon brand as opposed to SEO independently. And I think I made some mistakes when I did it that way, to be honest with you. You know, I think that that's a really interesting topic, thinking about building your brand as opposed to building your SEO strategy first. Let's cover that one in a separate episode. I'm going to bring you back tomorrow and that'll be our topic. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Deepak Shukla, the founder of Pearl Lemon. 
In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Deepak and I are going to talk about brand versus SEO and which one is more important when you're just starting out. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to contact Deepak, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is DeepakPshukla1, which is D-E-E-P-A-K-P-S-H-U-K-L-A, the number one. Or you can visit his company's website, which is PearlLemon.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.